1: In the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company.
3: We're really kind of coming into our groove, and I see a fit uh, with a lot of the things we try to do. Uh, a lot of the things route-wise, schematics, how we run the ball. His fit you know, really, you know, in, in his role in being a one of eleven to help us move the football um, situationally. I see some real opportunities for him third down, red zone, two-minute, things like that.
1: Uh, it's just a matter of bringing in a player here that uh, we feel has tremendous upside in our offense. Uh, we are in the middle of the season, so we're going to try to not uh, try to overload him. Uh, but at the same time, he's already proven to be able to handle a lot, and we'll just get him out on the practice field and see what we can have
3: available to us this Sunday.
1: KOC talking about Hawkinson there and his ability to help in situational football, football situations. Just wait. You'll see it. Yes. Uh, yeah, just if they, if maybe Kirk delivers the play in the huddle and then at the end of it he just says, uh, okay, TJ, you just uh, run five yards out and then run over and then I'll, I'll throw it to you. Or not. Maybe I'll throw it to Justin because he'll be commanding double teams. Uh, anyhow, this is Daily Vikings Entertainment here, Purple Daily, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented in part by TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. We'll see you all tomorrow, hopefully, at first round inside Mall of America for the Purple
2: Daily Surly Watch Party. You know, Judd's going to wear that same hoodie, hopefully. I definitely will. First floor, uh, right inside Nickelodeon, universe, easy to find, uh, big sports bar, nice and warm, comfortable, plenty of TVs, and a post game. of course, we'll be doing a vent line for our uh, Purple Daily Surly watch party again. First round, Mall of America, free parking, easy parking. Come join us. It's going to be a great time.
1: And just a, a quick shout, too, that we do have some openings in early 2023 for new advertising partners on Purple Daily and on Mackie and & Judd and other Score North podcasts, too, so... If you are interested in spreading the word about your business and you think that we can uh, help make that happen, we'd love to strike up a conversation. So send me an email, pmackey at scorenorth.com. That's P-M-A-C-K-E-Y at scorenorth.com, north.com dot All right, boys, time for this Purple Picks episode of the show Let's go. where we answer a series of important questions about the game and then actually pick the game, Vikings and Commanders. And we'll start with this one. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big is this game?
2: Okay, I'm going to give this game, probably very surprisingly, an 8. I think it's very important, and here's why. Um, I don't think there's any way that you can count on beating Buffalo next week. This is a winnable game against a team that has won, if I'm not mistaken, three consecutive games. Heineke will be a bit of a problem, but here's where I consider this game to be of extreme importance. Um, well, the Washington Commanders have probably moved on from Kirk. Uh, this is his first game back there since he left after 2017. I think this is a perfect test for Kirk because he's going to feel pressure. Mm-hmm. He's going to, I mean, Kirk is, you know, the, the you like that Kirk really does exist. He's a very competitive dude. and And he doesn't always necessarily show it, but it's there. I like the added sprinkle of pressure of playing in his former home. I really want to see what KOC and Kirk can construct here. Um, again, I don't think that we can by any means say, yeah, and guess what? I Or personally, I don't think that the Vikings are probably going to beat Buffalo. So this becomes a pretty doggone important game from a lot of things to me. So I'm going to give this probably a relatively high eight. I'm going to go with
0: a five. Um, I know it's an NFC North opponent. Jeb brings up a good point that you're not obviously guaranteed to win in Buffalo, and in fact, you're going to be not favored, and most likely you'll probably lose that game. So you can kind of string together these back-to-back losses, and then not panic ensues. But oh crap, six and one, and now you're six and three. All of a sudden, it uh, the pressure tightens up a little bit. I think it's a five. I think they should go in there and still beat Washington. Taylor Heineke can play a little bit. I I like Taylor Heineke. He's he they. They galvanize around that guy really well, and he's got Terry McLaren playing a lot better, too. Um, But I think just in terms of the level importance going in there, for me, it's it's just a 5 out of 10.
1: I don't think you're going to find, until we get way late in the year and things are clinched, you're not going to find a game that's below a 7 for me at this point, because it's all about sort of context. I think they need to win a bunch of games to play a ho- to play home playoff games. At this point, like take advantage of your hot start. You're six and one. It's very rare that you get off to this hot of a start and have a chance to potentially clinch a number one or a number two seed and play home playoff games. So, the other thing is, you guys have already kind of mentioned like the Bills game on the other side of this is likely to be a loss at least right now, but the Cowboys and the Patriots are not guaranteed wins either. This is the hardest part of your schedule here. So, if you lose to the commanders and then you open up a three game stretch against the best team in the NFL, one of the three best teams in the NFC, and the Cowboys, and Bill Belichick on a short week, that's yeah. not, people are like, oh, the Patriots. Okay. That's a short week game against the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. They are not a pushover at all by any means. And then, by the way, then you have a game against the Jets and you can laugh at the Jets. The Jets are way above 500 right now. <laughs> so, this this game is a uh, this is the the easiest quote unquote game you're going to have for another month, and I just I, I think it would be really bad if you treated this like well you know whatever like it's not that important because it's not a division game. If you lose this, there is a path to being like seven five if you're not careful. Uh-huh. So uh, I I put this at like an eight eight and a half. I'm kind of kind of would on this. Uh, is anyone playing or coaching for their job
2: this week? uh from the viking standpoint i don't think so if ingram so so ingram in particular offensively comes to mind but they continue to start him and there there has been no sign that he is going to be benched um if there wasn't a sign after the cardinals game then i don't think he he is greg joseph is an interesting one okay but they're going into fedex field which has notoriously awful turf Um, I got to think if you are in fourth and anything manageable from 50 plus, you're going for it. Yeah. Not just based on your kicker struggles, but like this field sucks. It's like soldier feel bad. Um, and so I don't think Joseph is kicking for his job because I think he'll be put in situations where it's manageable. And, and, in those type of predicaments, he, I think has been pretty successful, Extra points, a bit of, of a concern. But no, I don't think that this is the game where Joseph is kicking for his job. So I will say no for this game. Ed Ingram,
0: potentially. I think I saw PFF. He ranks 41st out of 42 qualified left guards this season. Like, he, he's just been bad, and... The weirder part is, what is the deal with Chris Reed? If, if So he's been inactive, right, Judd? He's been inactive for every yeah. game this season. Schlotman
2: would be the replacement right now for so him. So
0: I think Ingram. Ed Ingram probably has maybe another leash here, but if like they go into Buffalo too and he just still continues to look bad, that might be the one tweak and change you have to make. So I don't think anyone else is necessarily playing for their job outside of Ed Ingram, but he has to show something here of some type of improvement because I think his days are being numbered if he plays the way he is.
1: Yeah, I think I said this last week, but obviously I was wrong because he played terribly last week, and he really wasn't fighting for his job. He has to be if he if he is that bad again. I just don't know how you don't make it. Doesn't mean he's screwed forever or that he's a bust or anything. It just means right now you got to sit down. I did so Boone broke down one of the JJ uh, Watt bull rushes for for a cousin sack on the Trenches episode of Purple Daily earlier this week and he just he said man some of the footwork is i said first of all he dissected the footwork and the positioning and said yeah this is just not good i said can you fix this on the fly in the season he goes it's hard it's 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 something that you'd have to put just a lot of work he's uh he's not getting great leverage football uh, on some of these pass protection sets Which and it's not something backwards. you can fix week to week <laughs> yes so I just think he has to be. And you know what? If Greg Joseph comes out and misses a, another extra point and a couple field goals or something, dude, they're probably going to work out kickers. It's not like he has a 10-year track record of being this great kicker. You know, he's kind of year-to-year, game-to-game. He's he's not in, in a bin of established kickers. So at some point, we're halfway through the season, man. You got to start making some extra points and making some 50-yarders. Maybe this isn't the turf to be uh, trying to get right on, but at, at some at some point, his job is in jeopardy for sure. Other than that, um, you know, Daniel Snyder's job, I guess, as the owner of the Commanders, <laughs> is in jeopardy. Yeah, if we go to Washington, sell sure. the team. Okay. What next question? What is the biggest storyline you're interested in this week?
2: Uh, I, I, touched on, on it in the first question. It's Cousins going back to Washington, which I don't think is going to be a big deal to everyone, but I think it's going to be a big deal in his mind. Uh, and the, these are the type of pressure points I like to see Kirk have to see how he, he responds. Uh, Kirk's statistics might be down, but the thing that's impressed me thus far is that with pressure that he has not always thrived under late in games, late in halves, he's done a good job this year. Uh, I think O'Connell is sort of the guy who, who is in Kirk's ear. And I think O'Connell and Kirk's relationship, uh, because we have seen them have on the sideline, what I would call animated conversations, but they don't strike me as contentious. Like, I think there's a, I think there's a brotherly relationship there where O'Connell actually corrects Kirk, but this does present a good opportunity to put Kirk in an environment where I don't know he's going to be completely comfortable, which I think is fun to see. So my storyline is Mr. Cousins goes to Washington.
0: Yeah, For me, it's how TJ Hawkinson debuts here. And I, I don't know if there's maybe a slow plan to ease him in. He's learning a new playbook. You know, part of the reason why the NFL trade deadline has never really been as active, I know it's been active this year, it's, it's hard to learn a new NFL system. And it's, it's hard to pick that up in the offseason. It's hard to pick that up in week seven, going into a brand new situation. But I, I am curious because I kind of have high expectations because the Vikings tight end position has been so poor this year. How does Hawk fit in? You know, Does he go out there and have a big game? Does he just kind of settle in and catch three balls for 40 yards and, and make some nice a splash play in the red zone here or there? I, my biggest storyline for me is how does Hawkinson fit into the offense?
1: Yeah, those, I'm not even going to pretend for a third storyline. Those are the two storylines. <laughs> unless you want to say like how will Washington respond to all the ownership questions this week. Because that has been the absolute biggest talker in Washington. They're not thinking about the actual X's and O's of the game like fans and media. It's all about the future of the franchise. There's a lot of big picture macro stuff going on there. But, um, yeah, Kirk Cousins making his return and then TJ Hawkinson making his debut. Those are two huge reasons to be excited to watch this game.
2: Uh, What scares you the most about the Commanders? Uh, Taylor Heineke. Because he could make some stupid plays. He's he crazy, throw.
1: man. He'll kick he, his leg through a glass window yeah, and not think twice about yeah, it. Yeah, what an idiot.
2: Uh, but he, he can make some really questionable plays. But his teams often seem to stay in games, and he wins them at times. Yeah. Uh, so that scares me. I, I would be much more comfortable if the Vikings defense was facing Carson Wentz. And I feel like with Carson Wentz, you know what <laughs> I you're think gonna I get. I agree, actually. I Taylor yeah. Heineke Sounds is this crazy, mean, but but he's this weird wild card quarterback. Like like you think, okay, he just threw one of the worst picks I've seen. The commanders are toast. And the next thing you know, they've won 17-14. So yeah. Heineke scares me the most because he's just sort of this guy who who always sticks around, and if he does that, there's opportunities at times to win.
1: Yeah, Wentz is better oh, yeah. and more talented. Or but there's something yeah. about Heineke that just he's Dude. he's a gamer, man.
2: He's a he's a I gamer.
0: Love he's a he's a he's a solid QB. I, there is a good reason, or there there was a, a really big belief that if he did not injure his foot in 2016, that they wouldn't have traded for Sam Bradford. I mean, there there's a belief yeah, there that he, he, he would have been the starting yeah. quarterback for the Vikings in 2016. And yeah, potentially yeah. even still here. Um, Washington is now playing a little bit better with him too. They've won right three in a row now. So yeah, just. Are they now galvanizing around Taylor Heineke, Terry McLaren, Scary Terry's like legitimately now turning is now turning back into the receiver he was previously. Um, I would say just those two combinations. Washington's kind of now figuring things out, and I would be a little concerned that Taylor Heineke has them playing the right way. I
1: think my my biggest worry uh, on behalf of the Vikings here is the fact that Washington has the third best defensive pressure rate in the league and the most quarterback knockdowns. So whatever reason, they have it translated to like the sack league. They're like 10th in sacks, but they do make quarterbacks uncomfortable. And as we went over yesterday, Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in the NFL yards per attempt when blitzed this season. He's 39th out of 39 qualified quarterbacks, yards per attempt, only four yards per attempt when he's blitzed. And he's also uh, 26th in passer rating when pressured. So, yeah, I think the Vikings are better equipped now, with the exception of Ed Ingram, to handle pressure with two franchise tackles, and Ezra Cleveland is rock solid at at left guard. But uh, there's going to be pressure. Kirk's going to get knocked around a little bit. Is this a game where defense punches him in the mouth and he kind of turtles and stops looking for plays down the field? Because we've
2: seen that, Kirk, a lot, especially on the road. Don't underestimate the importance of newcomer TJ Hawkinson's ability to block in this game. I think his ability to block could come in absolutely huge, and that would sort of fly below. Like if if he ends the game with like two catches, we'll be like, well, there's way better days to come, and that's probably correct. Yeah. But but if he is, and I don't think I don't think it's that hard to, to be, become involved in the blocking schemes. Probably, I could see him playing an absolutely important role in trying to reduce that pressure from the Niners. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So all right, it is time now for us to uh, to pick the actual game here. We've got. Uh, we'll do a, a straight up pick, and then we'll also, uh, you know, the Vikings are favorites in this game, so we'll give you all the information. But uh, if you're looking for a little bit of a fun sweat, our friends at Underdog uh-huh. are
0: one of the places to go this weekend. I got this slip locked in. I'll flash pl- it on the screen for the YouTube audience. Uh, let- let's go higher on Kirk Cousins' touchdown passes of one and a half. T.J. Hawkinson making his debut. He's got a line of thirty-five and a half receiving yards. We'll ride that over. And then Curtis Samuel for the Washington Commanders. I'll I'll take a lower of 49.5 receiving yards. You can make these picks. These picks are available now at Underdog Fantasy. And you can even fade my picks. I would recommend even fading a lot of my picks.
1: (laughs) The Uh, Hawkinson number, so his average is like 55. six yards a game this year so they're basically saying oh it's a new system he's yes. only been here for three days and I he's think, not
0: going to factor in honestly the, the biggest lock for me here is kirk at one and a half i, I think he'll get two touchdown passes um and then the streak of what 38 consecutive games with at least one touchdown pass is still on the line for kirk uh but you can make these picks at underdog fantasy use promo code score skor it helps us out too and they'll also double your first deposit up to 100 bucks going to underdog fantasy and the underdog fantasy app
1: you know, I've got. I don't want to disturb her too much. I'd pick her up and bring her on camera, but Little Miss Maya Mackie is mm. taking a nap just down to my right here. Uh, you know, she loves Nutrisource chicken and rice food. I mean, if for the YouTube audience, you can just see the look of joy on her face when we scoop her breakfast and scoop her dinner every single day. Um, John, I know Stella. Stella's in love with Nutrisource food, Nutrisource training treats as well. Mm.
2: She is, and and so, yes, uh she, she was up at uh, approximately 5.45 this morning to eat, and then, as you, you can see, for those of you watching right now, the training rewards treats, let's just say that the old man gets used a lot <laughs> because Stella wants treats. Uh Between shows today, I went to look, let her outside. I watched her from the window. She went to the end of the deck, walked back in, and oh. said, I went potty. She didn't go potty, but you know what she did? She did get some training rewards treats because that's what she wanted. She's a good girl, and she's a healthy girl, too. Very important for Mm -hmm. young and old dogs. Uh, Stella, very, very pleased to be on the Nutrisource plan. Nutrisource is all
1: about uh, digestion and gut health for Mm -hmm. our dogs, which is a very important thing. You can find Nutrisource Pet Foods at many different retailers around the country, in-state, out-of-state. It's a Minnesota-based company, but NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find out where you can make your dogs happy, the official dog food of Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. So the Vikings are consensus three-point favorites as we record this episode in most sports books. 58% of the bets are on the Commanders to cover. 84% of the money is on the Commanders to cover. And what that usually means is when you see the percentage of money that much greater than the percentage of bets, it means that there are some big bets being placed, maybe some smart money coming in on the commanders to cover here, or just a lot of dumb people with big money that are betting on the commanders. I don't know, but... um, Action Network says Cousins has never played a game for a team on a 5 game winning streak before so this is uncharted territory for Kirk. Oh my gosh. Uh, on a heater here. <laughs> uh, Cousins is That's 26 true. and 36 after a straight up win in his career including 15 and 28 against the spread after a straight up since 2017. So he's not great straight up or against the spread. Right. After a win, although he has been this year. Um, Washington turns to Taylor Heineke this week. Washington backup quarterbacks are 9-2-1 and one against the spread yeah. since 2019. <laughs> wow. I saw that. And with the Commander's win over the Colts, Heineke improved to 8-2 against the spread in his last 10 starts dating back to November. Taylor Heineke has covered four consecutive games against the spread, so... Some trends against Kirk here. Some trends for Heineke. A lot of maybe smart money coming in on the Commanders. So with all of that information, what happens here? Vikings are three-point favorites. Who wins? Who covers? Judd.
2: All right. So the Vikings have done exactly um, what they didn't do last year. They've been in a lot of close games. Some probably too close, but they've won them. So I'm going to until this trend comes to to an end. Um, I'm going to pick the Vikings again by a final of 21-17. So it's going to be close. It might be too close. Uh but I am going to say that the Kirk trends I totally get, okay? But you know, Kirk has has sort of flown in the face of Kirk in the sense that the stats aren't great, but he is he has thrived or done a good job with pressure. I'm going to say that continues as he travels back to Washington. And the Vikings come away with a 7-1 and record and a 21-17 victory against the commanders.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think the Vikings win this game, but it's one possession. Uh, it's a one-possession game. I had it 28-20. I joined our um, my guys at Vikings Happy Hour. I joined Miles and Matt and Ryan over there and uh, gave a little prediction. I think it's 28-20. I don't know if it's as a sweat as, um, as a fourth-quarter comeback for Kirk, but I do think this one remains close. And I think it's a 28-20 win, so they will cover that three-point spread.
1: So I think this game is going to be a grind. If this game is not a grind, if it's an easy victory, it'll say a lot about how this team is improving and gelling. This is not a gimme game. Just because this franchise is a dumpster fire doesn't mean that this team doesn't have fights. It's a Ron Rivera team. It's a Taylor Heineke team. Sounds crazy, but like Taylor Heineke teams have sort of a fighting spirit about them the last couple of years, and uh, and their defense is coming around. Like I said, they get pressure on quarterbacks, so... This is, this is, you're not just going to waltz in here and like get right and win 35 to 10. I don't, I don't think anyways, I think it's a fourth quarter comeback game. I would probably, uh, if I'm, if I'm putting money on this thing, I'm probably fading the Vikings and the three. I would take the commanders to cover, Mm. but I think the Vikings are going to win. So I'm just trying to split a hair here a little bit. I'll say it's like a 23, 21, you know, Vikings, Vikings are down 21 to 20 and or something like that or you know 20 to 17 or 20 to 19 or whatever and they and they have to kick a field goal to mm. tie or send it to overtime uh or or win something like that and yeah. maybe Greg Joseph redeems himself on the the sod of
2: <laughs> Washington DC depends if it's from 49 or 51 yeah
1: <laughs> yes so there you go all right there's your purple picks here purple daily um, again, don't forget tomorrow we're hanging out throughout the entire game. The Purple Daily and Surly Watch Party at First Round Inside Mall of America. And um, there it is, that beautiful pint glass, uh-huh, and then a live edition a of Deadline. Ooh, yeah, right there. You go. So, thanks for hanging out with us here, this Daily Vikings uh, Entertainment Community. Appreciate you. We'll see some of you tomorrow.
0: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp Apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone.
3: And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items
1: and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.